Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 96, episode one of Dare Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. <laughs> this is I Just Spit Across the Room. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say, officially, off the top, hey, fuck Bob. Coke Industries and fuck you. Fox News. It's Monday, August 19th, 2019. My name is Jack O'Brien, aka. My boyfriend's Jack, and he's gonna be in trouble. Zeitgang, Zeit, I don't know. <laughs> bail, bail. Bail, 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 bail. That is courtesy of Christy Yamaguchi Mane, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co host, Mr. Miles Gray. Podcast. Wrote a song about it? Like to hear it? Here it goes. I am Miles! Whoa. God. Okay, I'm going to go fast forward to I've got hot takes I share with strategy Cause I have to answer to her majesty No, no, no Okay, thank you to Beth at Curiosity Mod for that En Vogue AKA That's right, this week I'm looking for En Vogue AKAs Cause I'm washed and old Uh, yeah (laughs) And also, um, thank you for misspelling my name in the tweet I'm not offended by it at all It's M-I-L-E-S Why? She spelled it with a Y? Why did she do that? I don't know, man. That's what people always want to spell my wife's name in weird ways. <laughs> yeah, really? Well, like not. Oh, they they just think she doesn't have the standard spelling. Yeah. I don't know why. I think well, there's white so- people think non-white people have weird names. I feel, I feel like I see names. so many odd spellings of Lindsay. Right. I've seen like <laughs> ones that have blown my mind. Yeah. Well, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the one, the only. One of the carvers of Mount Zeitmore. She is Anna Hosier! <clears throat> Hello. <laughs> the energy. How are you feeling this morning? She's vibrating. <laughs> Not great. This is the earliest we've ever recorded the Daily Zeitgeist. You might be able to hear it in some of our voices. Our voices, yeah. Um, we're still in Orlando. Uh, our flight, uh, we're, we're trapped here. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we make it back by tomorrow's episode. Uh, but... We're, yeah. we're making the most of it. Yeah, snowstorm hit Orlando. Anna, uh, you are your your energy right now in a word is electric. Um, <laughs> why do you have a band-aid on, Jack? Uh, oh, yeah, I, what happened? So went for a jog yesterday. Uh and I'm, struck by lightning. <laughs> <laughs> in his arm. Uh by the way, I like Shireen's description of the lightning as thick cut lightning. because uh, oh. it really is very thick down like here. Thick cut lightning. Yeah. yeah. In Florida. It's, it's really uh, like steak lightning. It's bars. Apple, it's like steak fries. Bars of lightning. Uh yeah, so I went for a jog and this uh completely flat surface just jumped up out of nowhere you and fell? Uh, tripped me. I yeah, you I fell. fell in Orlando and, and did like <laughs> There she goes. She's did, she's checking. <laughs> and did like three tumbles. Like you know when a car like crashes and it just keeps like right, rolling. Right, you're like, you're like wait, it can't keep rolling. How can much it? Momentum yeah, there. that's what I did. Uh <laughs> Anyways, you should have right. seen the. Um, the I think this. I've never heard you laugh like this. I, is that a I real laugh? Or a ass Are you over turning it on for the mic? It's no. just really. It's just I, that is not what I was expecting you to tell me. Yeah, it was you really thought, like bad. you broke up a robbery or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, nope. yeah these tourists were getting strong armed. Yeah, no, I'm I'm getting old. Oh uh, or I have drop foot, which <laughs> is a bad sign. If dude, I do. the the sweat was the best when on our way to the oh thing. I met you in the lobby, and I'm like. You all right, dude? And he's like, I just went for a jog outside. I'm yeah. like, why? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it takes me uh, at least two hours to stop sweating from exercise. Did and you take a cold shower when you get back to try and counteract it? Nah, because those that- are uncomfortable. And, <laughs> and I like the warm, cuddly water. I like to feel warm. Like I'm being hugged by the shower. Yeah, uh, but if you're that hot, a cold shower feels amazing. All right. Yeah. Uh, anyways, Anna, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners just a couple of the things we're talking about today. We're talking about a lot of things. We're going to talk about why the right is so mean to uh, the consumers of their media, why, why they just like loot them. Uh, we're going to talk about Greenland and the president of the United States, I think Donald Trump. We're going to talk about uh, Trump rally at the end of last week. We're going to talk about a uh, Trump recession that might be coming, uh, how he's going to try and pass that off. We're talking, uh, this is not a Trump-free Monday. Let's put it that way. Uh, we're going to talk about the latest Fox News poll, which is not looking great for uh, El Presidente. 
And we're going to talk about this story that came out in BuzzFeed that is crazy and infuriating about insurance companies teaming up with police and basically like paying police to investigate people for insurance fraud. And it's it's fucked up, man. Sounds like it's on the level, man. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also saw an infuriating BuzzFeed article last night that said, funny, crazy, random, out of nowhere texts friends have sent. Oh, and I yeah. was like, this is not So this is real. infuriated. This is <laughs> a little different kind of infuriated. Yeah, this is the BuzzFeed news. So there's oh, like yeah. three different, <laughs> there's yeah, two different. Uh, BuzzFeed news as well. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. yeah, it was. All right. Well, before we get to any of that. Anna, <laughs> Crazy emails from our Ariel Sharon you never <laughs> right. saw coming. What? <laughs> that would be amazing if all their like really hard hitting news shit was framed like they're right. there. <laughs> Uh, like the headlines were written by you won't whoever. believe what this white nationalist just pulled <laughs> in El like, Paso. Whoa, 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 what? BuzzFeed. What the uh, fuck? All right, but first, we like to ask our guest, Anna. You might know this. We like to ask our guest what's something from your search history. It's revealing about who you are. Yeah, I'm gonna pass on this segment. No, could you imagine? <laughs> like, no, I mean, nah, oh, no, nah, fam. Um, in my search history, this is very insider. Um, Ivan Kurzlavik, Australia's Got Talent. Okay. I like the way this That's is going. insider for whom? <laughs> if you watch Australian. <laughs> for Australian. If you watch Bachelor in Paradise, Australia. Oh, okay. Got it. Or The Bachelorette, Australia. Um, so there's this guy who was on, the sh- who was on Bachelor Australia first, uh, and then he went to BIP Bachelor in Paradise for me, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you now, know, you know. put your answers in the doc. Are you misspelling his name? No. That's his name? That's just a, that's another level. So of- many consonants in a row. So this K-R-S-L? guy, he's about 6'7". What are you doing, old comedy from the 40s? <laughs> Is that, yeah. Yeah, that's- Was that a real name? <laughs> wow. Try some culture, Jack. But um, right. he, he's about... K-R-S love. He's about 6'7". Oh, and wow. he considers himself the Channing Tatum of Australia. Okay. In the sense that he's like like a Magic Mike style dancer. Mm. He's a six seven stripper. He, well, he's not a stripper. He's just more like a, like his dream is to be like a step up dancer. What's this? What do you mean? Like step up the movie? Oh, like Got step it. up to like the Channing streets? Tatum. Yeah. Or like step up he to wants the to streets. Like, What's the he emphasis? He wants to just be like a fucking like pop and lock and da- well, he is one. But he's the corniest one I've ever seen in my oh, life. No. And he uses it. He'll be like, oh. for one, in The Bachelorette, he'd be like, girl, I, I actually did a, I did a routine for you. If you could just like sit there, I'll, I'll dance for you. And most of the time he's <laughs> dancing to no music. And, oh, wow. And it's insane. And then like in Bachelor in Paradise, he's like so frustrated with like this situation with this girl and this guy. Like he's like in like a this guy's like, I want to ask out your girl. And he's like, oh, you're my friend, man. And then he goes, he's like, just. I need a minute. I just need to go like dance this off. No. And he goes and he's like got headphones on and he's like dancing by himself oh, in yeah. front of like a sunset. It's the it's, it's beautiful the most now. insane thing I've ever seen. No, of, it's like, beautiful. He, and he truly believes he's the most suave, like badass dancer. Like he's like told the girl, like, I need about five years, right? In five years, I'm going to, or not even like five years. I think at that time, it was like a few years ago. He's like, Give me a few years. I will be Channing Tatum. First, you have to go to Atlanta because all the dancers go to Atlanta. And oh, then wow. I will have made it. Is that where Channing Give me Tatum? five years. I don't know. I don't know where the yeah. dancing. I and guess. I will be making $23,000 a year busking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, apparently he went on Australia's Got Talent and the clip. It's wild. Yeah, he has just, no talent. I mean, he's got talent, but he's a six seven dancer so he just looks gangly like yeah, yeah like yeah. he just looks like he's too like he knows big. how to do the moves he just can't put he like puts them together in a weird way he, well i'll show you guys the video it's okay. just very yeah. um it it kills me and if, if you like guys he's not watch motivated by the music to like the australians not, no he's definitely motivated you'll see i'll show okay, you okay okay i'll put in the footnotes so you guys can footnotes. really watch this it's kind of amazing like because speaking of foot foot loose Kevin Bacon's character at one point, at one point, thank you. Uh, at one point, he like goes into a warehouse and like because he's mad and like just dances, dances it right, off. Right, right, yeah. And I never thought that like I this is the first I've ever but heard of that actually happening. Right, but he probably saw it and he's like, "That's how, that's what yeah. you're supposed to do when you're a dancer. You gotta so just get off some steam." Up. That's a movie. Yeah, <laughs> and he. Yeah. Also, Kevin Bacon is dancing most of the time to no music because the music is in his car. Oh, yeah. 
He just slams the doors behind him. Anyways, what is something uh, that you think is overrated, Hosnia? Um, I think I'm gonna go with like, mm, like Tuscany. Uh, explain. Where's that? Mm, it's in Italy. Oh mm. shit! Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like, it's I think fine. enough said. Yeah. I just think like certain people mm-hmm. like really play it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I guess like God's land or something. Right. Yeah. So. Well, I for one will not be baited <laughs> into such. Uh, <laughs> such. What the fuck are you doing? Dude? <laughs> what are you doing to me? What the fuck? It's. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand why you're acting like that. What's the it's Russell Crowe movie? It Gladiator? is like what <laughs> the Russell Crowe movie where he like goes what to Tuscan under the Tuscan sun under the Tuscan uh, sun. Yeah. yeah, that's actually a great movie. Oh you. fuck, you. that's a great. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I would say? Underrated under the Tuscan sun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how can the place be overrated if the whole fucking movie you like is based there? Right. I don't understand the logic. But a great a great thing that is totally ruined by a whack movie. I guess. And I'm just taking your word for it that it's great. Uh, no, it really is great. Uh, I went through one of those phases where I watched all those like kind of like older women love romance Wait, movies. Wait, Russell Crowe isn't in Under the Tuscan Sun, is he? That's, there, that's, there's that's a Russell Crowe. Yeah, that's Diane Lane. Crow. That's who you're confusing Russell Crowe with. I was thinking about Lane. Gladiator. When Russell Crowe Tuscany so movie we... is called A Good Year. Oh, wait. It's what's just the about fuck him having about? a good year. Okay, that's overrated. That sounds like my life, dude. <laughs> directed in Hell yeah. a romantic comedy, directed and produced by the person who you've always wanted to see direct and produce a romantic comedy, Ridley Scott. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, stars Russell Crowe, Marion Cotillard. Uh, nailed that pronunciation. Uh-huh. Uh, what's with that last name? Oh, Am boy. I right? Here we go. Cotillard. Am I right, Patriots? Right. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, uh, Ridley So I mean American. it might as well Have been Gladiator then Yeah It's loosely based on The 2004 novel Gladiator The same name uh, and Gladiator Gladiator <laughs> By By Gladiator By Gladiator Yeah uh, wh- <laughs> By Turbo from American Gladiators What is something you think Is underrated Anna mm, I'm gonna go with a hot take Orlando cocaine Wow you What do you mean You thought Orlando cocaine Was gonna be good No that's my underrated It is good It's better than good so you're serious right now? No. You do cocaine in Orlando? No, let's put that on there. Well, okay. So I went to a few theme parks, right? And <laughs> <laughs> in order to hit them all, okay. in the amount of time we were here, uh huh. Mm-hmm. I had to ask <laughs> one to of ask the, the um, goofy at uh, Disney. No, no. I asked one of the um, other conference. There's another, there's like 15 conferences happening right now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I, went, I hit up the IRS dudes. I was like, come and on, you, man. They're holding. You're yeah. not allowed into the city of Orlando if you don't have a, a lanyard, lanyard around your neck. Yeah, it is kind of fascinating. Yeah, it's like wow, we're in God's country. But anyway, the IRS dudes didn't have any, so I hit up the pharmaceuticals. The guys. <laughs> there was also a pharmaceutical convention. So you thought you went to the IRS first? Yeah, yeah they party. <laughs> yeah, they party. They're stealing. That's probably money. true. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you think? Like, what convention do you think parties the hardest? Real estate, probably. Yeah. Real estate or advertising? Yeah. Oh, I, I would say podcasting. Anything, I think podcasters pretty tame, pretty right. tame. Not a lot of wild, not a lot of wild ones. Not in the at bunch. the iHeart party, man. The podcast industry turned up. But like, yeah. Uh, by the way, the heads want to see you, Jack. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Uh, Break Dancer. Yeah. Well, you know, you I cleared like, the floor out to, to do a routine. Steam. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is a myth? What's something people think is true you know to be false? Um. Now, nah, uh, you know what this one. I'm quite proud of, uh, but you that you can't clog a hotel toilet. Uh huh. Ah, Wait, is that based on something going on? So, what stories are we talking about today? <laughs> no, no, that myth, because <laughs> uh, I believe most hotel toilets to have industrial flushing power yeah. that could probably suck a baby through. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, I think a lot of children. But you're have saying been lost that way? That's a myth. Mm-hmm. Is there a specific hotel that you think? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. We got, we got to get to the stories, you know? Oh, uh huh. Fair enough. <laughs> Great. I think, um, 
you clogged a toilet here is what I'm going to take that's, from That's this. what I'm getting. Let's also, just say the man who delivered my cake seconds after was not pleased. <laughs> dry heaved on his way out. Um, I would say that the toilets in this hotel are interesting. I flushed it this morning and I had like a Bellagio Hotel fountain situation. Just shoot up? Yeah. It was like I mean, Vesuvius. They were, they're trying sounds something. beautiful. Vesuvius. Were there oh, lights? God. Well, it was, I was only, it was only for number one. So full disclosure. Okay. So uh, don't ask what the stains are on the ceiling. <laughs> One of the clearest pieces of evidence, something that I look at every every now and then. I I think I've talked about the fact that I am on the Breitbart News uh, mailing list mm-hmm. just to kind of keep an eye on on what they're up to. Uh, and a lot, a lot of the emails are just scam emails. Just here's one I got the other day. A special message from Bill O'Reilly. Oh, great. Picture of Bill O'Reilly with a silver coin, like a giant silver coin behind him. Uh, And it says, Dear fellow Americans, some experts say a recession could be on the way. With all the turbulence in the world, it's important to consider putting a portion of what you have earned into an asset that is historically safe, gold and silver. Uh, So these are like these old person, like financial scam like they're just looting the elderly essentially because Um, that's who's who watches them i just found a website called bill o'reilly's precious metals and it sounds like he has a whole career in getting you to invest in gold (laughs) dude it also sounds or you want a bitcoin ira (laughs) oh really hell yeah bill also sounds like it was written by like a an angry ex-wife bill o'reilly's precious Precious metals. metals uh so precious he forgets his anniversary. Right. There's also an article in the New Republic recently about uh, nutraceuticals, and it asks the question, why this scam... Do y'all scam, think they work? <laughs> right. Why, why are they so good at making you have amazing brain power that lasts all day? Uh, no, why, why are all the top sellers of nutraceuticals right-wing media? I didn't realize Joe Rogan is a nutraceutical guy. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't think he was that Chill. far gone. Oh. Yeah, I didn't um, think he was that I think cool. it's, well, because, like, I think inherently, right, like, a lot of conservatives already have this feeling of, like, waning power. So, right. like, anything that's like, hey, man, fucking let's go back to caveman fucking times. Right. Where our fucking bodies were robust and powerful. Well, but they were talking about the fact that, like, some of, some of the images on the nutraceutical, like, marketing material are actually like a an exact match of like a drawing from Marxist material about what capitalism was going to do to us. Like it has like gears and stuff and like it's basically a human turning into a machine. Like an automaton, right? Yeah, an automaton, like just how, you know, you're going to lose your humanity. And these nutraceutical like marketing materials are people doing that. And they're like, you're going to be so sick. You're going to be a fucking machine, <laughs> yeah. bro. A um, fucking capitalist machine, man. Yeah. I Wait, mean, that's... They want us to lose our humanity? No. So Marx was warning that that will happen if we go further down the road of capitalism. Oh, and so then, it's happening. And it's happening. Oh. They're, they're bragging about it with the nutraceuticals. And uh, it's basically one of, one of the theories put forward by the article is that, you know, the reason it's a right-wing thing is because it's all about making you a better capitalist like money maker yeah money making machine and you know when you think about it it's a pretty bleak ethos like the america american right wingers are basically like it's a meritocracy and if you're not making money that's on you bro right 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 what's wrong with you yeah you got to make yourself better earner for your family or you're a fucking loser and so like oh man one of the people in the article said like the left wing is a little bit more skeptical about the relationship between labor and employer. Right. And so they wouldn't take as kindly to a product that is all about like making you better employee. Right. 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 That's why we're like, let's smoke weed and be fucked up at work. Right. Yeah. I guess I like how you wrote in here, but the left on the left wing, the people who sell this bullshit, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. There's only one and it's Gwyneth Paltrow. Well, I guess it's all different versions, right? Because I guess the other, like the holistic, you know, pseudoscience stuff is the, like the left's version of nutraceuticals, but it's like for a much more like, you know, it feels more fantastic and whimsical. 
you want to know what Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, nutraceutical is called? What? Nerd Alert. No, it isn't. Yes. Because it's like, oh, you want to use your brain, nerd? Well, this will make you more alert, dork. I like the rights version is fucking caveman power. Like, right. I think that was one of the Alex Jones one, like right. caveman brain force or something. Yeah. And then, who <laughs> left fucking nerd alert? Nerd alert. Squirrel alert. dork. You want to do, you want to do good at work, you nerd? Uh, anyways. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> well, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back, and let's talk about Greenland. Um, Greenland is a semi, mostly autonomous part of Denmark. Mm-hmm. Um, and frozen, mostly. Yeah, well, um, well, if you see some of the videos, it looks frozen. like it's also fucking like a slushy melting in the sun Oof. right now. It's very terrifying. Mm. Uh, but anyway... Uh, it, the, the reason why it's been coming up in the news is because Donald Trump thinks like countries are like distressed businesses that you could just like offer to buy things like a country. Uh, and the Wall Street Journal was reporting that he's been constantly talking about buying Greenland. So this is from this. And this is like behind the scenes, right? Yes, it's not like meetings. a media play where he's no, no, no. like, this, this is, is a funny thing to say. This is him being like. This is one of those things that you see come out where he's like not saying it publicly, but aides are like. He's asking this shit out loud. Right. Like in um, meetings. Like yeah. we come in with something about the economy and he derails the meeting talking about like, how he wants to buy it. Literally a says Mr. Trump has asked advisors whether the US can acquire Greenland. Listened <laughs> listened with interest when they discuss its abundant resources and geopolitical importance. And according to two of the people, he asked his White House counsel to look into the idea. So he got the lawyers to look into it. Some of his advisors have supported the concept, saying it was a good economic play. Two of the people said, while others dismissed it as a fleeting fascination that will never come to fruition. And then so basically, you know, after this story developed, mm. the like government of Greenland was like, yeah, look, we're looking like a cool adventure sports destination. We're right. open for business, but we're not for fucking sale. Please go the fuck away. Now, that raises like how does a modern country like acquire like how how did Alaska become a part of the United States in the 50s? Like you, the United States did not like invade them and militarily make them a part of the the country. Is it just like they vote to become a part of the country? This is probably uh, well, revealing how stupid I am, but it's a we got it from the Russians, right? So I think it was. I don't know if there was like. Uh, let's see. Oh, we Trade. bought it for seven point two million. Oh, so you can buy it. Yeah, oh, a- Trump, but it was just through a treaty, and they're like, all right, fine. Right. Pull up, pull up with the cash. They and, had uh, a, a, a hashtag Alaskan, Alaskan uh-huh. vote. <laughs> like Brexit. Oh, right. They had an Alaskan or out. There you go. Yeah. She's yeah. back. <laughs> Alaska out would be bre- the Brexit equivalent. Yeah. No, it would be Alaska. Alaska in or out. Alaska exit. <laughs> All right. Anna's. Did you trick your nerd alert this morning? <laughs> you don't take it. it, you inject it. <laughs> you freebase it. <laughs> $7.2 million is a really good price for Alaska, by the way. <laughs> it's actually pretty it's, good for It's our biggest country. But, yeah. or it's our biggest <laughs> state by, by a mile. Like, not by a mile, by a large degree, yeah. large that, margin. I, I huh? Think? I think we overpaid. <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I was uh, in uh, uh, Ketchikan, Uh-oh. Alaska. Is this the new Tuscany? No, no, no I didn't. <laughs> I went on an Alaskan cruise with my grandparents like a few years ago, and I was like, mm, maybe. I love cruise ships, though, uh, and I ate a lot of crab. I'll just say that. Crap. Shout out to Alaska. No, crap. Oh, okay. Shout out to Alaska and their bountiful seas. Mm. Briefly on Friday, or I guess Thursday night, uh, there was a Trump rally. And just as a, we watched a little bit of the coverage together. And he really seems like he's trying to like pump himself up, like talk himself into the idea that he is Can going win to re-election. win. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It, it's, it, it's so transparent. Like, it's right. not real confidence. It's really like that scene in, like, the end of Boogie Nights where Dirk Diggler's, like, 
being like, you're a big fucking star, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. like yeah. whoa, dude, things got dark. Yeah. He's yeah. really, yeah, just that one point, he was like threatening people's 401ks. Yeah. He's, he's like, like, your 401ks, be gone. You have no choice but to vote for me because be if you don't vote for me, your, your 401ks going down the tubes. What? Uh, yeah. Well, that's one way to motivate. He's, but his, his, yeah, his reasons, like the arguments he's using to convince himself that people are going to vote for him are pretty thin, man. They're like, the stock market went up the day after he got elected, and so therefore it would go down the day after if he didn't get elected. And then Joe Biden has uh, rallies that are less fun than his, and he does like a Joe Biden impression where he like does a hangdog thing. Uh, and then his only thing about Elizabeth Warren, he was like, I did the Pocahontas thing. Nailed her. Hit her <laughs> pretty hard. It. Remember when I said that really sick thing about Pocahontas? Hard. He was like, maybe I did it too early, but that's all right. I'll say it again. I can bring it back. Yeah. There's a woman who like literally did like the yeesh face yeah. like in the background. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah. I mean, when you look at everything, right, and how his policies have putting the economy in a very interesting situation, a lot of people are speculating that, look, look, if the economy begins to tank like in the midst of the elect of the campaign for his reelection, it's going to be fucking lights out or probably right. because that's like the one thing he's able to be like, well, the economy is doing okay. At least right. like everything else is in shambles, but yeah. as a society, but money. Um, and I think when you look at everything that's happening uh, and most analysts are predicting some kind of, some form of a recession to hit between 10 or 20 months, it could hit, during the election, it could be before, it could hit fucking during the inauguration of whoever the next president is, if or maybe it will be Trump. He's starting to sort of realize he's running out of the tools to kind of fake juice the economy. Right. Um, and that's sort of the thing. And he's going to have to own this recession because he came in. He, he didn't come in to fix shit. He came into a very healthy economy. Like the stats were like between 2010 and 2017, January 2017, right? When Trump was sworn in, the, the economy created 16.1 million jobs. Right. Five million have been added under Trump. The unemployment rate had been cut by more than half. And then uh, as of June 2009, when the recession ended, the expansion had been underway for 91 months. So, uh, you know, the everything that he inherited was healthy. So anything that is fucked up, he will have to own. However, we know that he would never take any kind of ownership of any sort of faltering economy because he's gone from blaming the fake news media to the Fed. Like he's really trying to set up like uh, like fall people to, oh, yeah. like, to just be like, no, 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 it was because of that. It was because of the media or right. some shit. Um, and uh, the, like there were people also point to like the tax cuts. Yes, gave a quick boost. Mm -hmm. But it was temporary. Yeah. And now the IRS is like, yo, like we have not, we're, we're seeing really low revenues from taxes because yeah. of these cuts. Sugar rush. Yeah. And then yeah. plus the, and the China thing, uh, that's also just terrible policy. And like, yeah, Robert Reich is like, uh, look, you're, you have like the two largest economies fucking fighting each other. Right. That's this not is good. not good for anyone. Right. And then add to that, like the other five economies around the world that are looking a little bit recession-y. Right. Um, so yeah, the only people I hear saying like, actually what he's doing is really helping are people whose financial interests are tied to like big corporations right. because yeah, you get richer by having somebody in there who's just doing shit to make rich people richer. Uh, that's really like the only people you hear that. And then like Trump apologists. So I think one of the reasons he might be shook, and he did seem the most shook by Elizabeth Warren, like he was just going through and rattling off everybody, and then he didn't really have anything to say about her, even though she's the one who, uh, the Democratic candidate who is making the most news because sh her polls are going going up quite a bit. Um, but so a Fox News poll came out uh, and found Trump with 39% support among registered voters, uh, among registered voters in head-to-head -head matchups against uh, Bernie Sanders, Kamala Harris, Elizabeth Warren, uh, Biden. They, in all of them, he was like between 38 and 39% support with them. And they were at like 48 to 45. Yeah. So they're all fucking smoking him. He loses by 12 to Biden, then like nine and to Sanders, I think six to Harris and Warren. Yeah, I mean, like Seven he can't Warren, yeah. he can't crack thirty eight percent. Yeah, and I think, but that's what the fear of a third party candidate is, is because if you, if you can get to like 
you can if it's like a six point difference, right? Maybe you can splinter off that little bit with a you know fucking Jill Stein type candidate. Um, but yeah, it's uh, he. I would be also pumping myself up in the mirror too, right? If you're looking at this, because yeah, I mean, like on top of that, the the there's like a majority of Americans are saying that like Donald like Donald Trump is creating an atmosphere where there are there will be more mass shootings, right? So there's a lot of people. They already have a lot of anxiety tied to his uh, presidency. But yeah, I mean, the supporters. It's it's like we've always seen. That's pretty much where it is, right? Forty percent of the country is absolutely racist. Do you see that Amnesty International issued a travel warning to coming to America? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, for shootings. for shootings. Yeah, yeah, they're like, guess what? Now America's dangerous. And I think so even like Uruguay, they were like, yo, if you go there, it's not looking good for like brown people either. Yeah. Right. So yeah, yeah. And one other kind of interesting stat they talked about is Trump, you know, ran against Clinton, and they both had really negative perceptions and when it was a head-to-head matchup between people who viewed them both negatively people were like well we already know what happens with clinton so let's give trump a shot like what's the worst that can happen basically and uh we found out right we found out and now people when asked that same question because that is like an actual thing people pulled about like if you if you have negative perceptions of both candidates who do you side with and they did the same thing with biden and they said uh, Biden like three to is one destroying him. Yeah, three to one. People are like, "Well, Biden is a absent-minded loser." Wow, lightweight, lightweight. Look at him; he's so old. <laughs> uh, let's talk about insurance companies, guys. This is they get a bad rap. Yeah, let, let's let's leave them alone. State Farm, Farmers, Erie, uh, which is apparently a car insurer. So there's an article in BuzzFeed. Uh, it's actually BuzzFeed News. It's an investigative report where it, it looks into this practice. It feels a little bit like the relationship between doctors and pharmaceutical companies. It's the relationship between local police forces and insurance companies. Uh, basically, you know, insurance companies are these huge multi-billion dollar companies. So in America, they're going to have a shitload of power. And in the early 90s, they made a couple changes. So they realized that they were losing money to fraud claims. Or a study came out that said one in 10 insurance claims was fraud. Experts think that is a wild over-exaggeration, but uh, they still, like, that was... What do they think it's closer to? They didn't give... They're just, like, like, 10% is ridiculous. 10%, they say, is probably not true. Which is funny, because 100% of these companies are a scam. Right. Um, It's an internal study for the insurance industry. Right, to be like, this is a problem. Yeah. So, to address that problem, and it's succeeded, it's made them, like, way more profitable, uh, they did two things. They uh, pushed this legislation where people aren't able to sue insurance companies who accuse them of fraud. So basically, they can accuse people of fraud mm-hmm. and you know basically bankrupt people. Like a lot, a lot oh. of people end up like homeless or mm. uh, you know just it, you know out, out on their ass. Death by court fees, basically. Yeah, death by court fees. You know, if you're a contractor, then like being accused of insurance fraud, which is one of the stories they tell. Like the person lost his job and like lost all this work. Uh, he had like 50 employees and he had to fire most of them but because he was wrongly accused of fraud because he was wrongly accused of fraud because what was the claim that he had and they're like no that's fraud the way he worked was people would come to him to fix stuff and the reason he was really popular is because he would deal with the insurance companies basically go and adjudicate the situation with the insurance companies and he had a relationship with them so you know he figured he could do it more effectively than like letting the people themselves deal with the insurance companies. But because he was, you know, getting paid out on so many insurance claims, uh, the insurance companies were like, this is not good. This is a money loser for us. So let's fucking take this guy down. Yeah. And so they wrongly accuse him of fraud. And then they wrongly accuse him of fraud. And they, in some cases, the insurance companies are providing the evidence to the police officers. And like, it's a report on like arson or something. They'll Uh be like, yeah, this there's traces of gasoline and fire accelerants in this, uh, fire. Like you need to like accuse this guy. He, he started the fire charge of fraud or something. Yeah. Yeah, Dude, hashtag but, Medicare for all. But there, but these like 
the the evidence that they're providing them is coming from their own like from their own uh, their biased investigation. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it's not from a fucking even a law enforcement investigation. Like, hey, we say there's proof of this. Right. So the other thing the insurance companies are doing is they're subsidizing local law enforcement. Uh, they're giving them money to hire investigators for insurance fraud because right. it used to be a thing that like law enforcement just didn't have the bandwidth for. So sure. like when an insurance fraud claim came in, they were like, well, we don't really have the time or energy. So the insurance industry started investing in these investigators and like providing law enforcement with them. And it became this like cozy, like pay for play. Like we give your police department like a bunch of money and allow you to hire these investigators. And in return, like you use our data, you to charge these people, you help us charge these people with fraud. And it's just, it's really like, they don't have a lot of stats, but it seems like there's a lot of false positives. An expert on the situation said it's kind of the equivalent of tuna nets catching dolphins. It's like, yeah, you're going to catch some fraudulent claims, but you're also catching a lot of real people and you're like destroying honest people who spent money and like to trust your company. Yeah. To be insured. And then just because they're like, Oh, we're losing money. We're going to accuse you of fraud. And are they just like celebrating? Yeah. Yeah. So people are then losing their job because they're arrested. Like this one, this one woman, like she wasn't even a contractor. It had nothing to do with her job. She worked at Walmart, but a house she was renting burned down. They, arrested her for like arson for arson uh she was facing 20 years in prison and then she just like desperately wrote all these letters to any lawyer who would take her case pro bono was like i'm like out of options i'm I'm gonna go to jail if you don't help me this lawyer just out of the kindness of his heart took her case and found that they were using like i said earlier they were using a study by the insurance company that just was provided to them and it was bullshit. It was like right. based on faulty science. Yeah. And her case was thrown out, but she's still homeless from all the, you know, losing her job. So, but they shit. still didn't pay out? Uh, I don't think they did. No. Yeah. So they didn't pay out and she's right. destitute and has nothing. Yeah. There's one instance. So, this guy who was clearing all the claims because he was a big contractor in, I think, the Indiana area, the thing that like ultimately, like, caused them to really get pissed at him was this big hail storm that had like just damaged all these people's homes and cars. And he, you know, was doing a lot of repairing and getting paid by the insurance companies and like state farm had an investigator like go after him on all these different fraud claims. And (laughs) when they got him arrested, the guy, the State Farm guy sent around a drawing of a stick figure getting raped in prison and was like hot, like celebrating the fact that he got this guy arrested. Uh, It turned out to be falsely accused. Uh, He was facing like a lot of jail time because of this work. And that guy who sent around that uh, drawing like won an award for being the best like insurance fraud investigator in the country. So it's like, this is happening. And that's like them thinking that the system is working. I wonder if they're like the evidence they gave was like, yeah, look officer, I don't even know what hail is. I'm here to debate if like, what is hail? Like, yeah, there are these dents. I don't see where it came from. Yeah. But I I mean, it's it's, it's just how American capitalism works. And like the way that this story came about, this is one of those, uh, investigative reports where they were like, if you have a story, just like email it to us. And right, so right, they right. just enough people had emailed them to for them to be like, okay, it seems like there might be a thing here because otherwise, like, you just don't find out about this. Right, stuff. right, right. It's just like a consumer advocacy story, but consumers get fucked by multi billion dollar companies. Like, they don't, they, yeah. it's just such a mismatch in America because, you know, for the same reason that we're allowed to drink Mountain Dew uh, and, you know, the European Union is not because the Pepsi Corporation has a shitload of money and they like let us poison people. Yeah, let us um, poison people because it this thing is delicious. And did any of these sorry. insurance companies like comment back about this? Like, did they? Yeah, they just deny it. They just and deny it. Yeah. So, is there any way? Like, how did the what? How does the pendulum swing the other way? F- 
so the insurance companies are accountable. Or this is one of those things where they're like, we just need to draw people's attention to this yeah. practice. Yeah, it in didn't the seem like industry. it didn't seem like they were referring to many other like mainstream media reports on this. So I think I think well, yeah, because they're they fucking need, commercial. These motherfuckers right. are advertising on all right. Of them. So I think people need to like really kind of push for some sort of reform. Uh, like, I think the main thing they need is because the insurance company has been like doing this for years and because they have so much money to pay lawyers, all 50 states have these laws where people aren't allowed to sue them if they're accused of fraud wrongly. So if your life is ruined because you made an insurance claim, there's no way to like sue for damages, to sue for damages at all. Um, the one thing that is interesting about that BuzzFeed article is that uh, when you get to the end, it actually tells you which Harry Potter character each insurance <laughs> provider is, and I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, yeah, I was I was surprised by, you know, they're all Slytherin. It yeah. turns out. Um, I'm Hufflepuff. I'm a Hufflepuff too. That's Farmers really was sad. Hufflepuff. I fear it's gonna happen to me, but uh, yeah, no, it can happen to literally I, any of us. That sucks so bad. Yeah. I don't get it. Especially, well, you you do a bit in the office where you keep saying you got an injury at work, right? And that's that could not a happen. bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I have some investigators who may want to talk to you. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be back with more Epstein bullshit and other stuff. And we're back, and. More Epstein news. Uh, this story just uh, every day. There's something just incredible and outrageous. The latest is that he was just sitting in a meeting room with his lawyers for eight hours a day just because he didn't want to be in his cell. Most other people, you could maybe get an hour with your lawyer, but it was it was a scarce resource, like getting this meeting room and you know, there were only two meeting rooms where uh, there were for two this medium, entire meeting rooms for that section of the prison. I think there's ten in the a shoe. different one, but for Shoe Special Housing Unit, right. there's only yeah, two. there are only two, and like so, people were being turned away from having like people who needed to actually meet well, with they'd their be lawyer. Like, Ooh, yeah, well, you're gonna have to wait for the other one, and there's like a two hour wait, right? So right. the lawyer would just have to sit there right. and wait. And one of the uh, people, one of the lawyers for another inmate who like witnessed this mm -hmm. uh, reported a very young, pretty woman being one of the people who sat with him in the locked room. Like, yeah. Was it, that was his attorney or she, no. they think she so, might've been like a first year associate or she something. She was very young. They said she was in brunch attire. They were like, she didn't necessarily look like she was like dressed brunch up as, attire? I don't know. They were like just very casual. That's how they describe it's such a it. weird right. yeah. bourgeois like dig. Right. So, like, yeah, they were in brunch attire. I don't think they were a lawer. But they right. said she could but have she been wasn't a first like year dressed, associate, right? 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 Uh, but like then a lawyer. She wasn't sure. carrying any files or anything. Like right, they were right. like it's, it was just weird. Right. Oh, boy. And apparently though, so like David Patton, who's executive director of the Federal Defenders of the New York, which is like a nonprofit that does you know like low cost or free legal representation for people. Mm -hmm. He said it's very unusual and that 80% of all federal defendants are represented by his office or assigned private attorneys who are paid statutory amounts and they're sitting there waiting and that's basically just like our taxpayer dollars. Right. Right. Paying. Paying on top so of that it. Jeffrey Epstein can just like chill with a pretty woman. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, there's this every day. There's like always a new... New piece, and then Gizlan or Gizlane or whatever. Jelaine. Yeah. Glane. We uh, like. Glane. I remember at first people were like, "She's cooped up in Massachusetts or something." Oh, uh, that was me. Uh, right. But, well, no, but that's what a lot of the reporting was. And then she right. just emerged at an In and Out. Yeah. So well, she in apparently really good. She yeah. left. She <laughs> left that shit. Boston mansion that we thought she was at uh, apparently a month ago, and now she's been in L.A. Uh, and was eating a an In and Out burger, just chilling. Hey, speaking of burgers, where's the best place to get a burger in your state? You can find out on TripAdvisor. Uh, that was a great ad. I know, that sounded like an ad, didn't it? So TripAdvisor used user feedback to publish an article of where to get the best burger in okay. every state. Okay. Uh, yeah. What's funny is even these states I've been to, I've never been to these places. So right. what, uh, California's is Pearl's? 
in yeah. San Francisco? I've Haven't never been there. Is that been. good? You've been I've there? never You're been. From the Bay? No? Yeah, I don't even know. Oh, uh, what else? What else? Jack, you've lived in Kentucky. Yeah. Did you go to Mad Mike's Burgers and Fries? In Newport? No. You've no, been to uh, Massachusetts, Flipside and Columbus? Look, I'm just going to read a couple off and can you tell me if these are real, okay? And if, if it is that good. Arizona's G's Burgers. I don't know. Connecticut Gold Burgers. Summer House in Delaware. Florida. Brooks Gourmet Burgers and Dogs. The Midtown Grill in Clarksville, Georgia. Black Iron Burger on 38th Street in New York City. West 38th is uh, New York's best burger. Have you been there? I have not. I like in Iowa City, Shorts Burger and Shine. I've, so far, I like that name the best. That feels, that feels like a good thing to me. Burger and Shine? Yeah. Like you can get a shoe shine there? Maybe. Or moonshine? No, probably shoe shine. Nah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, just a really diverse business. <laughs> to have a really good burger and also, you know, have someone, you know, spiff up your... Penny loafers, your wingtips. Mm. It kind of makes me feel better that like all the burger places are places that we've never heard of, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you don't know what you're yeah. missing out on? Yeah, but also just like knowing that it's it's not like a chain, you know? Right, 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 right. That'd it be would be funny, yeah. Like, uh, the best Alaska, burger you McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like TGI Fridays. Right. Well, one of the images, it looks like a Chili's yeah. is like uh, one of the places, but I guess that's just their paper. That they're in the in the food basket. We got a health alert, guys. Mm. There is a mysterious health problem happening. It's it's it appears to be like a lung infection, but it ends up leaving people on ventilators. They have reported in eight states so far, including California. And the only thing that they can trace it back to, the only shared thing that uh, all the people have in common, is vaping. That's bad news for Leonardo DiCaprio, yes. as we discussed uh, last yeah. week, um, with his horrifying cloud he blows out. I yeah. don't believe it, because vaping's sick. Vaping's tight as fuck. Yeah, right. So I don't know, dude. That's <laughs> Prove like, it. You uh, know? How many cases are we talking, dude? Anna, why aren't you reading your comment no, from the doc that on the story? That was, that was a bit. bit. <laughs> um, how many cases are we? you think there are? It's only a handful, but it's still... And also, like, how many of them, like, had sick-ass cars? That's true. And, like... AirPods, too. Probably had, like, girlfriends because they looked so cool doing it. Yeah, know? yeah. Those, yeah, you know... I, but they I, had sleeve tattoos, too. Oh, sick. Hell, yeah. No, if you have a sleeve tattoo, that actually protects you from a lot of lung issues. Oh, uh, right. so you want to get one. Yeah, dude. Sick. Danny Protective Masterson spell. is sick. being sued. Speaking of vaping, Danny Masterson, <laughs> I, I just have to assume, uh, is the dude from... That 70s show, Hyde was his name, I think. Uh, the guy with the sunglasses well, yeah, and curly hair. Sex crim. Yeah. And he's being sued by four women. He allegedly sexually assaulted. Uh, this case is brought uh, because the defendant, Masterson, uh, was trying to cover up you know, these sexual assaults and basically intimidated these four women. Isn't, the, isn't Scientology and implicated Scienti- in this too? Scientology is also implicated. They went after these people's families uh, when they accused him of sexual assault. So, you know, uh, yeah. Scientology so I, may not be as cool as we all thought it was. Yeah, I thought Danny Masterson was just like already just like facing justice. But oh. I guess the only thing that happened was like he was kicked off the ranch on Netflix. Right. Or what we call justice in this country. Yeah. And he wasn't getting his DJ gigs. Right. right. Oh, uh. fuck. Yeah. That really fucked with that bar mitzvah that I was planning. Your DJ. Yeah. DJ Danny Masters. <laughs> DJ hashtag me too. I don't know if I even want to do this next story. It really fucks me up. Uh, <laughs> but guys, we're apparently not allowed to put Q-tips in our ears anymore. We've known that forever. I know. So I've been hearing right. that. Like but it, that's it's the been one a thing. small background like chatter that's, because you can't hear it due to all the wax right. build up from using a Q-tip <laughs> right. as you impact it more in your well, ear. Well, that's yeah. the thing. It's like that's like the thing that came out that we were like, mm, no, yeah, like it's the thing yeah. we're like, okay, doctors, right? I remember, it wasn't flossing the other one where it's like, you know, it's fine, and people were like, well, we're still doing it. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, there was oh, a whole thing about flossing, flossing like a. Like wasn't you know abs- I mean it, it was beneficial but not in the way that like the the dental industry was telling us. So this there's a Gizmodo article called "Is Cleaning Your Ears with Cotton Swabs Really That Dangerous?" I'm gonna be honest with you, I fully clicked on that because I expected the answer to be like nah. The way the headline's written, right? 
you're expecting it to be like, no, it's actually fine. It's not as bad. Uh, and nope. like it is. There's a real life horror tale uh, that they start things off, kick things off with because a woman, uh, her skull got infected from what? basically uh, using a Q-tip improperly. You're just, they're just like you should never ever stick anything in into your, your head. Yeah, your ears are incredibly delicate, like compared to your other bodily orifices, and you just like aren't supposed to be putting anything in there. Uh, also don't fuck with ear candling. Uh, apparently that's not good. Uh, but they, Wait, why is it not good? I think just generally it's like it can puncture your eardrum. What, what like is just ear putting candling stuff in, do? It's like you put a candle in, in your ear and the like lit end basically like pulls, like creates like a suction, I think. Yeah. It draws earwax out draws of the earwax ear. out. You see it. I saw it the first time like in like India or something. That's crazy. I've never even, I don't even know anything about that. Uh, I one time had, I thought I was going deaf in college, but it was just a wax buildup in one of my ears. Had you been uh, Q-tipping it? Q-tipping? I mean, probably I'm a, I'm a normal person. Yeah. Um, I'm a human being. You don't use pens? No. So it had um, been impacted in there. I don't know, but it, it was really weird and they had to use one of those like like those water guns in my ear. Right, right. Like, oh, really? Well, first they had me put... Um, Mineral oil or something? No, like the E, the vitamin... Is it vitamin E, the fish oil? I don't know. Those like fish oil tablets, they prescribed this to me. They were like, pop them open and then pour those in your ear. Oh, right, really? Because right, yeah. it'll soften it up. Yeah, and oh. then it created up, it turned into my, like the wax into a giant wax ball. Ooh. And then they, they like I came oh. back a week later and they like power shot my ear with like a water gun. Yeah, pressure washer. Pressure so that's washer. something you can do at home, guys. Just yeah. fire a pressure washer in your ear. It was pretty intense. Fire if you're gas powered. It, <laughs> it came out and the wax ball was so big really it Did was you like save it? just well okay it's in a glass case in Thank my home you. on a mantle uh, <laughs> for history but it was it was insane i was like how is that in my ear and my doctor was like next so i didn't really get an answer <laughs> yeah <laughs> no as i was reading it i was like damn is this true and then a lot of people are like yeah like if you if some people like they say just simply the water rushing from a shower will can help it take it out and also the way the your skin grows in your ear can like actually just uh, bring the wax out naturally. Right. Yeah, they so, say like the movement of your jaw from like talking and chewing, like gen- like gently, like kind of works the wax out of your ear. About grinding your teeth while you sleep? Does that help? Um, I don't know. I you know I actually still use Q-tips, and um, no, I do too. I'll and, like, die with a Q-tip in my yeah, ear. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna stop. <laughs> I'm telling. But the even one despite thing. this, right. that two Jack skull infection. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's one skull infection. Uh, and hours of pleasure. So, what is it fuck? pleasurable for you to? Uh, yeah, it's really pleasurable. Mine's strictly yeah, business. Strictly business. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting no pleasure. You fucking no music on, no nothing. You do it in the dark. You're like, no, nah, I'm in. I'm fucking out. But yeah, I was. That was. It was weird to like read from numerous like health things where it's like, yeah, I mean, y- you could, but if you really, if, if they're saying if your wax buildup is like pretty significant, then yeah, going to a doctor is probably the best option to like yeah. protect, protect yourself. But yeah, it's just like I don't go to the doctor for a lot of stuff. Yeah, like, the, I know that this seems like number that, one. Uh, well, that, that arm wound is starting to stink, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, if it's, you guys could see it. Uh, in Japan, though, like the <laughs> that arm is starting to stink. <laughs> it's like really bad. It's getting pretty cheesy, dude. Um, the like in Japan, you use like a bamboo pick. Oh, so really? like yeah, yeah, like where it looks like a fucking like coke spoon, basically, oh. and like that's how you that's uh, how you wonderful. take your your earwax. That's out. safer than a Q-tip. No, that's oh, like right. I feel like that. Like if don't you put fuck anything up, in like your ears, you could fucking yeah. fully fuck your ear. And I remember my mom when I was a kid. Whenever she would try and clean my ear with that, I was like, nah, like I didn't right. like it because it was so, I could hear it just like fucking mm. scraping in my ear. And then she's like, American people have different earwax than Asian people. She's like, you have your dad's earwax. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. Well, there are different types of earwax, yeah, like, but I don't think it's racial. <laughs> I think yeah, it's well, look, just, you know, it's old timey racism. Right. We, should, we should do a segment called mom myths. Yeah. Right. Like things your mom told oh, you. Old like, wives uh, tales. Yeah. Uh, and dads too, like yeah. weird yeah. stuff. But yeah, wet versus dry. Earwax doesn't matter. You're not supposed to clean it out, and I will continue to do so, and probably go deaf. Okay, and finally, we we got to talk about pumpkin spice spam. It's a thing. God help us all. Wait, what? 
Spam. Spam that's fucking pumpkin spice flavored? Yeah, Spam, the company that makes uh, artificial ham, wet ham. (laughs) I think that's the tagline. Spam. Uh, Artificial wet wet ham. ham. Uh, Which, got a report, we lost all our listeners in Hawaii. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I love Spam. That's why I'm upset, actually, because fucking I love fried Spam. Right. uh, But pumpkin, how how do you even square that? With yeah, the flavor. Apparently, it's it it's a mixture. It <laughs> tastes a little like breakfast sausage, like that salty, sweet, uh, oh, meatiness. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's you know some people are looking at this as proof that we have a problem uh, with, yeah. with pumpkin spice. Like we have a pumpkin spice problem. It's fucking weird. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's, I think it's just maybe a fad, but I don't know if it's gonna go away. It's been. It's been here for a while slowly yeah yeah but it's but i feel like it's crescendoing but will it peak and then taper off or are we just gonna is it gonna hockey stick at some point and we're gonna be in spice world pumpkin spice world (laughs) spice world one of my favorite movies i love it especially when the aliens come down oh so good great bit um spoiler alert what what, (laughs) there's even a study that says that pumpkin spice like the pumpkin spice smell is actually arousing to men they did like a sensory test uh-oh, found, DJ Daniel. And found that I think pizza made people hard. Like, this is literally how it's described. Uh, what what made, hard? What, what, what <laughs> I, th- I think that's actually how our writer described it. Oh. But uh, <laughs> made people hard 5% of the time. Uh, pumpkin spice was the like the other scent. I think bacon, 10%. Uh, pumpkin spice, 40% of the time. Wait, what do you mean hard? Like, they're like, you sit there with a flaccid dick and they hold a fucking latte under your nose and you're like... <laughs> <laughs> that, what about that, this pizza? That is the sound. <laughs> uh, so yeah, in the late 90s, Dr. Hirsch set out to investigate the impact of ambient olfactory stimuli upon sexual response in the human male, measuring penile blood flow on smelling different fragrances. It turns out that men were aroused by every scent. Not shocking. <laughs> oh, fucking uh, Though not equally. Only 5% of men got hard from this. So this is the actual description in BTR today. Got hard from the scent of cheese pizza. 6% pitched a tent for peppermint, while 40% saluted all-American pumpkin pie, particularly in combination with lavender and donuts. So this makes sense to me, uh, which is a weird thing to say, but uh, I am incredibly aroused by pumpkin. No, it, it makes sense to me because... So there's this uh, study where they looked at the like mo- the highest preponderance of birthdays, and it's nine months after Christmas. Hey. And like that, the theory that I have formulated is that Christmas is basically, you know, naturally a holiday, like even without all the religious connotations, because it's the human mating season. It's the time that like we're driven indoors by the weather and it being like the middle of the winter. And so it kind of makes sense that a scent that we culturally have like sort of grafted onto our mating period would be like tapping into like this cultural part of our brain that like we can't deny. And people are there's like black market trade of pumpkin spice now. What? Yeah, Why? people are is, like what's the need for a black because, market? Because they're trading like big jugs of the um like syrup? The syrup, yeah. <laughs> A black market for pumpkin spice syrup has formed on eBay where devotees sell jugs of the viscous flavoring for as much as a hundred dollars. So I mean it's not a black market, like Oh, you, just like for people, people aren't who are trading really, Yeah. Uh, it's not like yeah, Bitcoin. It's like we right. gotta use like Bitcoin to buy this shit on right. Silk Road. I just like the idea that like uh, all all scents arouse the men. <laughs> it's like, yeah, uh, an old tire, your right. mother's grave. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm sure they were like showing them something porn with it. Yeah, porn with it. And then it was <laughs> like this this made them like more aroused or something. Like yeah. the combination. I'm assuming because it can't just be that they like put peppermint under people's nose and they were like boing. <laughs> but um, I just do like to me that's the funniest image. Just right. like people in lab coats and just dudes in like smocks, like <laughs> sitting down and they're like, all right, and this. <laughs> uh also so then now if you if you ever see like a dude order a pumpkin spice latte look at him very suspiciously oh yeah for sure you're like having trouble in the bedroom 
Mm. You doing it because you're part of the 40 percent? Or maybe, you know, maybe it's not trouble. Maybe it's just added, you know, he, he's a freak. Yeah. Uh, he's a freak. He likes the girls with the boom. He once got busy in a yeah. Starbucks bathroom. Uh, Anna, it's been a pleasure having you. Mm-hmm. As always. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, you don't seem like you believe me. Uh, where, where can I'm people find you? I'm here. <laughs> yes, you are. But even more than, more than ever, having you on mic the whole time is a, a treat. Uh, where can it's people find you? It's a Q-tip in the air. Yeah, a little, little... A necessary evil. It's a Q-tip <laughs> in the urethra. <laughs> Anna, where can people find you? And is there a tweet you've been enjoying? Go. I am on Twitter at Anna Hosnie, A-N-N-A-H-O-S-S-N-I-E-H. Follow me for um, a live tweet of everything corny Jack does. <laughs> Just joking. Uh, I'm not joking. Everyone really, if you want to follow that. So it's great because you talk shit about me, which is fine because we work friends. next to each other and friends. you're allowed to. But then everybody, all these strangers pile on <laughs> and they're like, what's Jack saying in this picture? What's oh, he shit in his on- <laughs> Like, oh, well, you don't know me. There right. was actually some good ones of uh, people being like, uh, the thing you need to say about the coal gas study. Right. <laughs> when I worked at Crack. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, we're creating a bad. We're creating a toxic atmosphere, Anna. We're, we're, Let's be nice, fine. nice. Is there a tweet you've been enjoying? Uh, yeah, the there was a really great one that Andy Beckerman tweeted, where it's Bernie Sanders and Cardi B, and he tweeted it's like me and his wonderful fiance Naomi Paragon in two years, <laughs> and he's <laughs> he's Bernie Sanders and Naomi is Cardi B, <laughs> and it's so spot on because you know, yeah. They're a great, great couple who you can hear hosting couples therapy on this very network. And I, I liked another one by uh, Nicole Byer retweeted the NBC Washington talking about how a no- former Navy SEAL is training cane like dogs to basically attack school shooters like they run towards the sound of gunfire and they're not distracted by people and they can take down the shooter. And she retweeted and wrote, LOL, how about gun control? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Miles, where can people find you? And what's a tweet you've been enjoying? Find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. Uh, a tweet I like is from Molly Lambert, and it was she's been talking a lot about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood on Twitter, and she said Tarantino fanboys Manson splaining in my mentions. Please go away. Oh wow, dude, Manson splaining. Uh, you got to know about him, man. Like right. his racism was like sort of. Uh, anyway, you can find me on Twitter at jack underscore o'brien uh tweet i've been enjoying uh somebody said i swear nothing in this whole entire world smells better than the person you love and uh anderson at xv king tweeted have you ever walked by a cinnabon (laughs) uh and then not clickbait at crayola a wonderer uh, tweeted, everyone gets one famous Scientologist they're allowed to pretend isn't really a Scientologist in order to fully and purely enjoy their work. And I think that is fair. Who's uh, yours? Probably Elizabeth Moss. Hmm. How about you? Beck. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Anna, <gasps> Danny Masterson. I'm going to say Tom Cruise. Just oh, joking. Right. I don't care about anybody. Yeah, Tom Cruise might be mine, actually. The fuck? Why would you steal mine? Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's my, he's my Scientologist I gave a pass to. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Yes. We link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles. Yeah, it's Monday. You know, let's get our, let's get our uh, necks snapping. Mm. and uh, make more money for the machine, shall we? And take our brain force pills. Uh, but this track is by Weevil, uh, W-E-V-A-L. Uh, we played a track of his, I think, last week, but a lot of these tracks are really good, and this track is called The Weight. I thought we were going to let Anna sing a uh, sing one of her improvised songs oh. about how her family is missing. Oh, yeah, Anna, did you want to do a live... Improvise. <laughs> people don't know the... We have a lot of office bits that we don't. people don't know about, and it's not even a bit that yeah, we do. Yeah, this wasn't a bit. It's a thing Anna always does is talks about how her family's missing. Every time she sings a song, uh, it ends I up being about... I deal with my trauma. Yeah, with 
with song. With song, and sometimes it comes that like details come out that you know <laughs> aren't as people are singing and I can't find them. <laughs> my, look, my family's been missing for years. Oh yeah, that's I what it is. We've been missing for okay, years. Okay, and that's just kind. Of, I I deal with it. Yeah, that's just ambient around the office. That's what you hear. Uh, I do think about that a lot. You really do. Well, we hope we find them. Yes. And it's funny. You're, you're... Google search. Where's my family? <laughs> yeah, right, right. right. like, ooh. Yeah, I think you might have to be more specific. But it's like, you're like the dude from uh, Australia's Got Talent. Like, he uses dance to blow steam off. Yeah. He uses right. song. He uses song and feather dancing. Yeah, but I, I love true. the idea that that's how you, like, deal with it, is just quietly singing a song. We're like, oh, my God. I haven't seen them in years. Uh, should I tell the police or not? Yes. Uh, I actually never involve law enforcement. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, yeah. That's it's always kind of like a vigilante. It's always a, take, on a your taken own. situation. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. It's like, nah, the law failed Like, I me. have to deal with it on my yeah. own. Yeah. Well, it's because of that one time I made that, like, fraud insurance claim. Yeah, yeah, so yeah It's been yeah. right. I really cannot deal with law that enforcement That fake claim that you're Yeah, they will use that against you. They will use that against you, by the way. Uh, all right, so we're going to ride out on the original song that Miles was talking about. <laughs> we will be back tomorrow because it is a daily podcast, and we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye. Oh, no, that didn't record. Oh.